0: A top tier idiot, because like there's no idiot. there's no smooth it's smooth brain no wrinkles all day, but like other idiots can appreciate how fucking stupid the shit I say is, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, if they're cool, yeah, um, they get it. So anyway, hi Emily, <laughs> um, how are you? Welcome Alive. to uh oh feeling the podcast you do with me. Yeah, and it's not weird, and I don't need to really introduce it to you so much as the listeners. Hello. This is not awkward at all. This is Kat. Hi. (laughs) She's our occasional co-host. She has
0: not been on in a while. Always speaks
2: before being introduced. Actually, has to now.
0: Yeah, I can't break my streak. That's why I said something. contractually obligated now.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: It's nice to be here. Yes,
1: we have Kat back on after, I don't know, it's been a while. It's been 84 years. It's been
2: a while. Has it been been since
1: episode 69? I think so. Because, like, that's. And now I, we're
2: on episode 80 something. Yeah, 82. Hot diggity 82. shit, really? I
1: know. Yep. Damn. Hey, what are we drinking?
2: Rum! <laughs>
1: yes. And why is that, Kat? Why is
0: that? Um, because of Black Friday, even though we're technically recording this Saturday. Black Saturday. Um, I have managed to rope these two beautiful people. Although Emily's seen the show before, it is now a tradition for us three to get together on Friday, drink a shit ton of rum. Mm-hmm. Listen to Sea Shanties and watch a beautiful, magnificent show called Black Sails. It, uh, it does it fuck. It fucks. It <laughs> fucks so hard. It's really good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. We're on
1: season two. It's been three Black Fridays, and now here's our Black Saturday to make mm-hmm. up for missing uh, last week. And so we are drinking uh, rum, orange juice, some sort of tropical juice, and grenadine. Is that correct?
2: That's your guys's. Mine is yes. just rum and orange juice. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: I just shoved a bunch of orange juice and that mango shit in yeah. a glass and- pour a bunch of rum in it and called it a day so yeah <laughs> the common denominator is rum yes yeah and that's all that matters yes because yeah. that's what pirates drink I yeah guess. we're all pirates now so we're all pirates now we didn't do the shot
1: of the sweet
2: rum we did not and that's okay I already had a lot of rough That's actually
1: t- true. So, full disclosure, Emily is probably <laughs> about ten minutes from a
2: full-on, <laughs> like, <laughs> being different stage. Yeah, I'm about ten <laughs> minutes away from an episode four episode here. I Welcome turned- to the uh-oh feeling where Emily is blackout drugged. Not No, I still don't uh, remember chunks of episode four. I...
1: I turn away for two fucking seconds to listen to Chris Fleming's bubble tea song.
0: Which and you have to if you're drinking bubble tea. It is the law. You do. Yeah. And Emily
1: screams. And I look back and she has poured <laughs> An amount of rum into both drinks. Like she wasn't paying, like she disassociated for a full 20 seconds. I happens, really did. And poured so much rum that they are both absolutely full of nothing but rum. Like it's 20 ice ounce
2: glasses yes. of ice and rum.
1: And then just like kind of handed it to me like five minutes later and didn't tell me how much rum is in it. I yeah. do so.
2: juice in it. These are big boys. These glasses are very. big Yeah, they're big like boys. twenty twenty four ounce glasses. They're already so
1: big, and they're about twice as much rum in them as we would normally have. So I'm also roughly thirty minutes away at max from being different. We're gonna a different watch. <laughs> we're gonna watch Black <laughs> Sales after this, and none of
0: you guys are gonna remember what the Not fuck is all. happening. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm just gonna, gonna be so remember. upset tomorrow because I hate being hungover. Fucking me too, dude. It
1: sucks. This is honestly one of the only things I drink for anymore.
2: Yeah, <laughs> is this fucking show? <laughs>
1: know why we do this This show in
2: black sales (laughs) yes we don't go out anymore yeah we don't do anything i don't
1: even when i see other people i don't drink that super much god no
2: like i just don't really feel like no i don't even drink enough to get a buzz Mm.
0: yeah my tolerance for alcohol is pretty low but i've noticed my tolerance for rum is getting pretty high (laughs) (laughs) it's just rum pretty good only rum (laughs) rum only
2: what are you talking about tell me
0: some stories i wish to be entertained yes okay
2: well, this isn't really entertaining. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, we
0: hope our podcast is entertaining.
2: Yeah. On the, well, I on the mean, general. like, yeah, but like this, this particular story. Oh,
0: Emily. Oh no. Are we gonna get sad? Yeah. We always get sad. Well, like sad Mine's and like sad a little too.
2: angry because it's one of those situations where we have our survivor, and this could have been avoided. Oh, oh God, no. Damn it. All right. Okay. All right. This like very easily could have been avoided.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Let's get sad in here. Let's all... Let's get mad about it. Let's bring the mood down. So Let's get depressed. Before
2: we do that, Alexa, shiver me timbers. bottle of rum. There we Yay! go. God, I hope
1: that got picked up. That I really hope that got
2: picked rules. up. <laughs> we're pirates in
0: our hearts right now, mm-hmm. even though we're not doing the pirate thing yet. What is the yarn with which you will thread us a tapestry of story? In today's <laughs> <What>? <laughs> episode
2: of... Reminder number (laughs) 1,394,563.08 of why we're nowhere people.
1: Oh, God,
2: yes. I bring you avalanches. No.
1: No, Emily. I feel like we've definitely swip swapped our fucking like whole for this episode. Yeah. So I'm really yeah.
0: excited to hear about this. I like the Avalanches They're no. a good band. No, this is not. No, this is not that. This isn't
2: about like a. This is absolutely not that cool underdog. <laughs> this is no fighting for a record label. No. Okay. So, being from Wisconsin mm. and already having a healthy respect for snow in general.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: I also come from a family of skiers and ski instructors. I have never and will never ski anywhere other than a place where I am meant to ski that is some <laughs> form of a resort. Yeah. Because there's just too many fucking risks. huh Yeah. And it scares the poop out of me. <laughs> Paired with, like, global warming and the world just naturally generally being a disaster right now mm-hmm. and forever... Yeah, (laughs) it's just it's not a good idea. And like I understand there are people who are avid skiers that like they have these like ranges and these passes that they really want to ski and it's going to be great.
1: Kind of like mountain climbers. They've always got that one summit they want to do, even though it's like a really fucking bad idea. I don't trust mountain climbers. They I do not trust them. Wanna they... live as much as they want to stand on top of a mountain right? Go, like I'm cool.
2: <laughs> we do not
0: trust them. We'll never trust
1: them.
2: I don't understand that energy.
0: Yeah. That's just the vibes are off. I'm sorry,
1: if guys. You, I don't
2: a, get it.
0: If
1: you as a listener or a mountain climber, we apologize, but like we don't fucking get it.
2: We don't get it. Also, we are nowhere people. So like yeah. we're not meant to understand we're it. We're not gonna get it. Yeah. We don't want to. And I, I... don't pretend to know. <laughs> 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 okay, so like if you Google like avalanche survivor the amount of results oh god yeah that come up especially just in the last year oh it's like there's something
0: wrong with uh, the earth
2: insane it's insane avalanches are happening more maybe just like
0: a little bit just like a little bit
2: let's before we talk about our survivor let's talk a little bit about avalanches so there's a cool thing with snow and i watched like a couple documentaries about avalanches
1: That sounds fun, actually.
2: Yeah, it was both fun and very terrifying, and it made me want to stay inside for a little bit. (laughs) See if you come along with me on this. An avalanche is the wave of
1: snow. Yes. It's like a big, it's a big too tall wave, but it's snow. Right. It's the same feeling of dread as it comes towards you, for sure. And
2: they both hit you like a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen Milan. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A documentary.
2: (laughs) 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 So... With snow, snow, you know, snowflakes have all the fun little branches, and they do the fun little designy, spiky things. Mm -hmm. And there's a researcher who literally works in, like, a refrigerator, freezer-type thing making snow. That sounds like shit. And he... (laughs) (laughs) It's his whole thing. Sounds like it sucks. And he (laughs) shows... Because he's trying to research why avalanches happen... And he's literally perfected the recipe to make avalanches.
0: Avalanches happen because snow goes downhill real fast. No, Whoosh.
2: there's a no. Okay. There's a reason. Okay. Oh. Much like an earthquake, it kind of has a fault line. Oh sure. Of a slab of snow on top of a weak layer, mm-hmm. and snow, you get that real good packing snow, the good good crunch snow, mm. because your snowflakes have all these little spiky tendrils that lock together. So. They make babies by holding on to each other. (laughs) But some snowflakes are infertile (laughs) and have no spiky bits. Really? So they can't hold on. Oh. And therefore, they they make this weird little fault line of a weak layer because they can't hold on to the top layer.
1: I didn't know that there was that. Obviously, if you live in a snow area, you know there are different types of snow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that there was snow that just didn't have the little didn't look like a snowflake right, would.
2: Right, right. It just has tendrils. like a little like pole. The fuck? That doesn't lock on. That's trash. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that at so all. So that's why avalanches happen is because you get this layer that doesn't lock on to the other one and then it gets big enough and people running around making noise, causing vibrations, makes it disengaged from its already really weak hold. Right, it's like holding oh, on by nothing. Cool. So like... Oh
1: man, that's I weird. Oh...
2: Because you have avalanche researchers who go through all of the different mountain passes that are known to have avalanches, and they have these big, like, sticks and things, and they carve out sections, and then they mark out each layer of the snow, and they look for the weak layers to predict... If it's going to have an avalanche or not and yep. if it needs to be blown up. I was just going to say, do they,
1: do they cause avalanches when they know nobody will get hurt just to get them over? Yes. With? Okay.
0: Yep. Cause that kind of reduce the risk. Why yeah. don't they call them avalanche ranchers? <gasps> Aval ranchers. Exactly. exactly.
2: No, avalanches. They're, yeah. Rav- they're
0: scientists. They're scientists.
1: But okay. They're scientists. Okay, they have earned their
0: titles.
1: There's no cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> snow cowboys. I'm sorry. Both. They just are. I hate you both so much. <laughs> fucking rules. But they go
2: through and they they dig out the oh. snow and you Whoa. can see all the layers.
1: It really looks like layers of yeah. rock. Yeah. That's fucking. And cool. that's each
2: snowfall.
0: That's really cool. Wow. And you can see like where
2: the ice freezes and like where it's not locking together and how big an avalanche is going to be. And then you've got like the slopes on the top with these peaks over it that have when you make like the wind tunnels with the ice and the snow and it makes little curvy waves of snow hanging over the edge And you're like, oh, damn, that's going to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then it is. (laughs) And you
0: are right interesting yeah does this snow cowboy is this about
2: a snow cowboy that survived so <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. i'm not talking about a researcher okay because this is not conditions that a researcher would have gone out in sure because sure. like this literally this happened february 6th of 2021 this oh just this month happened oh god oh okay. shit Cause this wasn't the story that I was gonna do, and I like literally p- typed it into Google, and it was like, da da da, February sixth, January eighth, da 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 da, and I'm
1: like, oh. Now
2: Emily, I'm not gonna spoil
1: anything. I have a question though, because I literally saw a video yesterday of a bunch of people skiing, and one of them turns around, <laughs> and there is a fucking avalanche, and oh. they're all going. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> like, it is like twenty people trying this to do This is beat not twenty this thing. people. Okay. Cause that also but, is pretty recent, I believe. Yeah. So it should mm. be happening around here. Mm.
2: Yeah. And you know, there's this crazy, crazy thing an avalanche, like basically forecast. Ooh. Where it you can go onto a website and you can type in exactly where you're going to be. And it will tell you the risk of avalanches. (laughs) Oh, that's genius. That's kind of cool, though. And I typed in the area that they were in, and it's still at a considerable risk. Oh, sure. Which means like you shouldn't. So don't go there. Go out. Maybe don't go there There a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So today, we're gonna talk about um, Chris Gimtro, who was a Utah skier, and he survived an avalanche in the Mill Creek Canyon in Utah that unfortunately did kill his girlfriend and three other people. Oh no. He survived by hanging onto a tree. Oh
0: shit. Which
2: people don't always recommend. I mm. thought that like I thought that was only like a movie thing. No. <laughs> At least not for this motherfucker. Yeah. No, a couple people have survived by holding on to trees. But if that tree snaps? Yeah. You now have a weapon coming for you. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: That's basically a giant club.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or It's fair stabbing implement depending on the size of the tree. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, then you've kind of got like here's your way up. Like kind of, here's yeah, how you here's know an where anchor. you are. Yeah. Um so he managed to hold on to a tree and then once he was out because he didn't get buried super deeply, mm. which is something else I will fucking talk about. Oh. One fear. Oh, Yo. no, no, no. I'm just
0: thinking about it, and uh-huh. I'm like, my palms
2: One are sweating. Mm. Two, two fear. Two wi- fear.
1: Two fear wave avalanche. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> double your fear, not double your fun. Um, he did manage to dig out two other people.
1: Oh, wow. Dang. Which
2: is, like, just about the only way you're going to survive if you get buried mm. is the people with you. Finding you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. no one else is going to know you're there. Nope. It's probably hard, really hard to hear you. The mm-hmm. snow, basically, because they show it in like some of the videos of digging through avalanche snow. It's basically like concrete. Oh, no, no, oh. No, no, no. It's super packed. It's super thick. Oh, man. It's rock hard. Because when it you comes back You can't, like, oh. claw it with your hands
0: oh, God, to dig out. Oh, God. That's mortifying. Oh, God. Yeah. Nope.
1: I'm even thinking about that type this of is snow. bad feeling in being my brain right now. Yeah. I'm thinking about that being on my car and how <laughs> <laughs> upsetting that would be. I yeah. Imagine
2: being trapped by it. Yeah. So unfortunately by the time he reached his girlfriend, it was too late. Aww. Um, a quote from him is there's not another person like her in the world. Everyone who knew her knew she was brilliant and loving and caring and strong. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still obviously very emotional about this because yeah. it literally just fucking happened. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. this is super recent this month. And they were inseparable mm. for four years. Oh no! And he said, like, two days after she passed, it's the longest they've spent apart. Oh
1: no! Yeah. Oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah. This poor dude. The poor girl. Fucking tragic, dude.
2: And like he mentions, like it was a beautiful day. Skiing conditions were perfect, as far as he knew. Mm -hmm. Um, A quote from him is, we saw other avalanches and knew it was dangerous out. We made a terrible error, Mm. a miscalculation in just how dangerous the glades were, and skied three laps before the avalanche happened on our third climb back up. (sighs) Skiing there is a decision I'll regret for the rest of my life. For all of their sakes.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I, it's, it's off because it wasn't his fault only. it no. was
0: all their decision, but now he has to like live with that. Yeah. He's self. like what the only survivor out of the people he knew, right?
2: No, he got other people
0: out. Okay. Okay. And, and they were like three. together. There okay. were other
2: people skiing with them. Oh, okay. 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 <clears throat> that weren't like in their group. Oh, sure. But there were other people skiing that pass. Okay. Um. So by the time the avalanche hit them, it had already carried away three other skiers. Oh God! Okay. He described it as a loud, thunderous woomph. and like that's his exact word is woomph. I I can kind of picture the yeah. idea of that. Yeah. No,
1: I, I got it in my head. Sort of far off in the distance, and you just hear, wumpf. yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then it louder. Yeah, and I know there's another avalanche
2: story that I'm going to do that I can't yet because it's very bad. Oh, great! It's great. Yeah, it's a train full of people.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. So, woof. So, he lunged (laughs) for a tree and was able to just, he was, uh, he said he was in total darkness for a second. Oh, my God. And then the snow stopped sliding and he was able to dig himself out. And then dig two other people out from the other group of skiers. And he's still, like. He's being called a hero by the other skiers for saving them, but he doesn't see it that way because he's still so grief stricken. Yeah. Survivor's
1: guilt, man. Yep. That, that's a hell of a thing. Oof. He might never feel like he's a hero, but he really helped those people and I'm sure they appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Like- he could so, have died.
2: Of his group, because it was him and three other people, I believe.
0: Including his girlfriend.
2: Him and three other people... Yeah, and three others. He lost his girlfriend and two of their friends. So only him and one other person from their group survived.
1: God, those two people must just look at each other like... shit, yeah. Holy fuck, dude.
2: I hope they're both okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I know it's
0: too early to tell, but like, oh my god. Right, please hang in there. They're definitely not okay right now. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hopefully they will be. Yeah, but they're not okay right now. And... (laughs) like part of the documentaries talks of it interviews some of the the rescuers mm. and like mountain rescuers are hardcore you would have you to, have have to be. You, yeah, you have absolutely. to be yeah absolutely um and he breaks down like if you get buried at like 3 feet or under you are going to be able to dig yourself out most likely sure assuming you don't have any broken bones oh because god also, that's the other side of yeah. I didn't even think about that, yeah. but of course, oh yeah. My God. Like yeah. you could be buried three feet under and break your neck. I'm yeah. never
0: going winter sportsing in my <laughs> fucking life. I've been
1: snowboarding exactly once, and I'm gonna keep it that way. I'll skate till the day is long, but fuck that. No. So okay, so three feet, and you can dig yourself out below yeah. that, nah.
2: Well, it depends. It depends. Ugh. Here's my word of advice. Yes. For anyone who's looking to ski outside of like. Ski mountain areas or like heavily staffed areas Mm -hmm. because you do have some places like Aspen in Colorado and like a bunch of other places that have mountains that are very well staffed and very well maintained Mm -hmm. and will flat out tell you, Hey. Hey don't. Hey don't. We're not doing this one hey. today. Mountain closed. So they'll shut th- it down. Yeah. Go away.
1: <laughs> it's not like cuz like they'll they'll have people who will tell you you may not be there instead yes. of just like you going there and deciding. Yeah. <laughs> like your guess. Yeah. It's yeah. when
2: you go into the back country after people are like, "Hey, maybe don't today." Yeah. And you just don't look. So like, look. Be prepared. Boy there scout this shit, my dudes. Avalanche yeah. forecasts. Mm-hmm. They will tell you, "Hey, this is this is not the risk you want to take today." Yeah. Today is a bad day. There have been a lot of avalanches, and um, the person, one of the people who runs the avalanche forecaster said the forecast can change every hour. Oh, God. So you
0: could be, like, clear to go, and then an
2: hour later while you're still up there, you'll die. And a couple hours later, it changes. I don't like that. So you can
1: check in the morning, head there, check right before you get up there. But then, like, I would have to check every time, like, you get back up yep. and then be like, yep. is it still good? Yep. Yeah. I would I would
0: hit the bottom and yep. then fucking whip my phone out and so be like, like yeah. Right. Assuming you have service. Yes. So, that's, oh, no. Because that's that, the other no. thing. Because mm-hmm. that's
2: another story that I found. They were in a place that didn't have service, so they had a satellite phone. Oh, sure. And the other thing they recommend is having, um, basically avalanche beacons oh. that you attach to your person. Mm-hmm. And you have all of the tools that you need to dig yourself out Mm. attached to you when you ski. Oh, okay. And you have specific gear that Mm -hmm. you wear for skiing that can also double to insulate your body heat Oh, and a bunch of other shit. And like, I I know, like when I ski, I get really hot and I don't like to have a jacket and everything on me. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get that way. Yeah. But like they keep it all on them. Because if an avalanche happens, They're it not ups your rate of survival. Yeah, for sure. You get yeah. buried anything below where you can dig yourself out. Because usually it'll make a little, like, cave around you. Oh, sure. So it's not like... Your I always wondered that
1: if is if like are you kind of the snow? Out, you kind of it out, and then every inch of your body is covered with snow. Or if it's more like you're an egg situation. Well, yeah. I'll talk.
2: They give tips mm-hmm. on like how you should position yourself because mm. you have a second before it hits you, usually, because you can hear it coming. You hear the womp. Yeah, you yeah. can look back and be like, "All right, it's time to like." <laughs> yep, it's like this oh, looks bad. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So check the forecast, especially when skiing in highly unregulated places. Um, avalanche researchers and prevention teams because they do have people that ski around the top Mm -hmm. and set detonators and then other dudes like in helicopters who are dropping little detonation packages (laughs) to blow up the tops (laughs) of the mountains and get the snow moving Mm -hmm. they can only do so much Mm -hmm. there's only so many of them (laughs) right and there's a lot of places to be skiing snow is a lot emergency services can only get to you so fast yeah yeah yeah, yeah Like, unless you are, Mushu, stop. Unless you are in the absolute right place at the absolute right time, and they are doing a training exercise, I'm like, like yeah. next to you, yeah. yeah. then you're You're, you're 20 to 30 minutes out minimum.
1: Mm-hmm. You, at the very least, need to be able to get yourself some air down there, yeah. I guess. And then, like, that's, the gear thing, holding the gear thing on you is brilliant. Like...
2: Yeah. And I, there's a guy that was in one of the documentaries who was buried for 40 minutes. Oh and survived. Wow. Wow. wow, wow. Which is so you have to against go, the odds. You have to go fast. Yeah. Okay. They um they said up to like if you're buried for 18 minutes or less, your chances of survival are pretty high. Sure. Oh my
0: god. Assuming
2: you don't have anything else going on. Oh my sure. god. But 18 minutes. If somebody can get you out,
1: I love that it. it's eighteen and not like rounded to twenty. Yeah, it's twenty. Like, no, fuck you. Whole, twenty like, not good. There's like, a
2: whole <laughs> graph for it. Oh my god, with I don't. data and like well, here's your percentage yeah, of survival versus just, time. It, they really didn't need to make it a graph. <laughs> right, they really just, didn't. There's no, horrible. like, spikes in it. It's just, it's all down. <laughs> it's, just it's a line. Curve. It's, it's a, a downward
0: <laughs> curve. This is making me so anxious. You're all Like, I can't. My hands are sweaty. Like, so <laughs> I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> welcome Simon back. Troutman is a national avalanche specialist for the USDA Forest Service. Mm-hmm. And his tips are, mm-hmm. first, Don't. try to get out of the way. Don't. Well, that's actually his first tip is, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just don't. If you can not be in an avalanche zone. <laughs> don't. don't. Folks, here's the first step to surviving an avalanche. Don't, don't. go
1: near an avalanche. <laughs> Always try not to be in one. Yeah.
2: But <laughs> if <it's, laughs> that's not an option, <laughs> you've got to try and get out of the way. Yeah. And yeah. you have to treat it like if you're caught in a riptide, basically.
1: Oh, like ride it out of there. So, <laughs> oh
2: my No, God. not even. you. Like, So when you are in a riptide, you move parallel to the beach. Oh, sure. Yeah. You feel like you're not making progress, but you are. So Mm -hmm. rather than like trying to swim towards the beach or away from the beach, you just swim next to the beach to get out of a riptide. So you turn to the side. Yeah. You swim to the side. Right. But like an avalanche too? So like you just sort of turn. You move to the side. You try and run horizontally and like in a diagonal Mm -hmm. out of the avalanche to at least get to the edge
1: Yeah. where there's less snow. Yes. Because it will feel like you're not, because you're not moving downward, you're not moving fast enough to get away from it, but you will never get away. You are
2: not out running an avalanche. No. So you need to try and get to the least amount of snow. Interesting. Well, I hate this. I don't, I don't
0: don't like this at all. It's
1: wave, but cold. It's way worse.
2: (laughs) It's wave, but like a little bit cold. Yeah. He (laughs) describes it as being caught in a fast flowing river. No, no, thank you. Um, so if you find yourself in the path of a reasonably large avalanche, try and orient your feet downhill (laughs) <laughs> so that your lower body, not your head, takes most of the impact. Okay. Oh. And then get into a tight bowl to protect your head and make a pocket.
0: So Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. And I mean... once you finally come to rest, you should relax.
0: <laughs> there's no fucking way. You ju- if I just survived an avalanche, there's no way I would be able to but relax But panic sure will all. kill you faster. Yeah. That's how I would go. Much 100%. like drowning,
2: panic will kill you faster. 100%. But, like, you have to just, like, at that point, if you're buried anything, I think, below five feet, you're not getting yourself out. Oh. Mm. <gasps> mm. Nope. So you just have like, to wait. Like, the dude was talking about being, like, finding people buried up to 18 feet
1: deep. Oh, like, oh my God. that's how big some
2: of these avalanches get.
0: No. Can
2: you imagine? You're digging through concrete you're for You're digging through feet. concrete. And they have, like, they have shovels and things. Ugh. And they'll bring the dogs out but normally by the time the dogs are out, it's not a live recovery. Yeah, they're just trying to find the body. They're just trying to find the bodies. Oh my God. That is so sad. With little doggy paws digging so fast.
0: Not even the dogs can save me from this. I'm so, so. Oh my god! I can't. <laughs> Welcome back, Kat. You're gonna yeah, just so, be nervous so, this whole podcast. Sorry,
1: babe. <laughs> Holy shit! Glad you weren't on the tsunami ups either. No, I would have oh. lost my fucking minds. <laughs> Those are just like this. But thing, so city. The thing with
2: the avalanche beacons <laughs> is your everyone should have a receiver as well, so that you can find your people. Oh, okay. And you should have little digging implements. So these, and these beacons make have noise? some like, the the sticks, the mm. probing sticks. Sure. So they're when you collapsible, s- <laughs> so you didn't stick it in the snow to see how deep somebody is. And you just poke them, and, and then they're like, just ow. And you poke them, and they're like, ow. And you're like, hey! <laughs>
0: That's amazing. It's the world's scariest game of, like, whack-a-mole. I yeah. Just,
1: I just struck gold, but it's yeah. a guy. <laughs> yeah, except
0: it's a dude this time, yeah. and he has all broken legs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they can, like... There was a there was a guy that um, was in one of the the videos and it took them four hours for somebody to come out to them. Nope. No. Because they were so out in such a remote area. It took four hours and like his friend had broken his back or something. Oh, my God. And he'd broken his leg and it was just it was a bad time for everyone yeah. this is
0: first of all you have to pay them money to potentially get stuck in an avalanche right, right? and like, not get like no. you don't
2: get to let
1: live through that because like somebody doesn't find you in time and you paid to be there at the very least you spent the money to travel your ass there yeah you have all this gear you this have is all your this
2: gear you've set up probably a base camp give right?
0: me that money and i'll bury you alive for free like
2: <laughs> right like well not for free for
0: the money but for, <laughs> for the king this is it, your kink yeah i'll be that kind of dom i guess. And I'm just saying, don't... Nobody should do this. This is no. such also, a bad like, fucking idea. on the
2: upside for at least a little bit, if you're in Ugh. your I'm tiny... I'm sorry. No, hold on. Did you say the upside yeah, of being in yeah. an avalanche? <laughs> if you're in your little tiny avalanche hole... Okay. Hanging out in the dark. Feels, right. Feels like womb. Chilling with my <laughs> homies. Taylor, sensory deprivation. People pay a lot of money for that. Feels like womb. Feels like womb. <laughs> and also... <laughs> It's at least a little warm for a little bit. Like you're sure. going to lose body heat pretty oh, yeah. fucking quick. But yeah, like yeah, for yeah. like half a second.
0: Feels like, womb. again, give <laughs> like... me your money and I will bury you in the snow. Yes.
2: You want to feel like, womb? we will help
1: you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, This is not Mark, 20 this bucks. This is not the answer. You don't want this. This
0: is not the answer. Mm-mm. Nobody should you want You can this. even wear the avalanche kit and will like, if it makes you feel <laughs> better. Oh my God. Yes. And I'll tell you what a good ski boy you are. <laughs> also. <laughs>
2: Like, I understand the desire to want to go stand in the majestic shadows of a mountain. Oh, sure. Climb a by ladder. By a lake. <laughs> climb a ladder. At the base. I'm talking yeah. about at the base of the mountain. I ain't climbing no shit. Right. Thank you. But, like, Being go to Lake off...
0: Ontario and climb a ladder. No. Like. I just what
1: you're
2: saying. Being an off of nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: You can appreciate it.
2: I'm... Not all dogs are made equal.
1: Emily, is there... <laughs> Is there any part of this that isn't gonna make me feel like
0: shit? Or is it
2: really just gave myself bleed for like to get away for like two seconds? <laughs> i like, <laughs> like subconsciously. I've never been the type to really advocate. Oh god. Against. She's moved her her like little like her. It's all she, hand she...
0: talk. It's all a hand talk right now. Emily reads. <laughs> parting the kimono. Emily reads.
1: <laughs> Off of a screen that she just moved aside. So, something about. I'm going
2: off
0: the
1: cuff now. We've gone full
0: on hand talk mode. (laughs) Yes. Stick your
2: glasses on, you bench. All right. (laughs) So, I don't try and rain on people's parades too much. Sure.
1: not true but sure <laughs> we yeah all that's not true. related
2: to things that make them happy that yeah. aren't illegal okay. fair okay okay, fair. okay or hurting somebody
1: else yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. if murdering
2: okay. someone makes you happy i have an issue with it yeah. unless they're a nazi right Can but that... just the sheer amount of stories that came up for avalanche survivors too many it's too many mm-hmm. yeah stay the fuck (laughs) home (laughs) why are you out on the mountains
1: right now there's a pan fucking demic! we are having a pamela right now so like we really shouldn't be out and about anyway but like
0: like not to be that person but like
2: Global warming's a thing, my dudes. Again, global warming is a thing, and it's you. like it's upping. It seems to be upping the number of avalanches because you know yeah. you're It'd getting like the that. flaccid snowflakes more it's and a more.
0: Lot, a lot of those flaccid snowflakes, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> the thing,
1: and plus, like, it's just limp
0: it, snow dicks all
2: around. Places, really.
0: places
1: are melting where they're not used to melting. Exactly, and, like and is staffing
2: is going to be limited because mm-hmm. there's a fucking pandemic. A panini yeah, stay. Yeah, that's true. Home. Just stay home.
1: Just stay home on this one, guys. There is
2: no amount of
0: risk worth your life. Play SSX Tricky. There's so many options that we've all given you. Yeah. Cool borders. Yeah, in this... We've got VR now,
1: guys. Yeah. You can do it at home. You can ski at home. Fucking buy a PlayStation.
0: It'll cost less, and
1: you'll be warm. We say this because we care about you, and
2: also because that sounds like one of the worst deaths I could ever imagine. Yeah, I don't want... Yeah, that's right up there with drowning. I would rather drown. At least drowning is faster. I would think it would be, unless you are knocked unconscious. Because you can survive. Yeah. Per the research, over 40 minutes buried in the snow. No,
0: no. See, no, no. Just Can no. you imagine? Before
2: you, you either suffocate or freeze. I want woomph and death Can you, if I'm going right. to go like that. Can
1: you imagine then like the, you know how sometimes when people develop hypothermia and they go kind of insane for yeah. a little bit there before they die? Imagine having that but being trapped while you're having that. I massively.
0: really, right. really don't like this conversation. Sorry.
2: Welcome to the podcast. No, I mean
0: like I'm here. I knew what to expect. I've been here for long enough. So but, like, you're right. in you're conclusion...
2: Right. In conclusion, mm-hmm. he did survive. I'm glad
1: for him. Yeah, no, he did all jokes help aside, save other people. Very, very happy about that. All, so all jokes aside, Chris,
2: that is dope. Yes. And I know he has a lot of guilt about it right now. Right. But it wasn't just his but he decision. But does, he does acknowledge that it was a group decision. Yeah. Which is a step. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you were going to be going skiing, don't.
1: Don't. <laughs> one, don't. Two. If for some reason you're not going to listen to one, then you need to check that Avalanche predictor. Yeah, thing. let me yeah. pull and up three, the website
2: for you. Be fucking yes. prepared. I've got If you go to avalanche.org, uh-huh. Oh, that's convenient. There's a whole ass map that's color-coded <laughs> and most of it is moderate to considerable to high. Right. Um
1: just because we've been talking about snow so much, um, we do want to make sure that people are aware of where to donate to help people in Texas because it's, ha, 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 yes, they don't know how to handle snow, but um, it's fine. But like the thing is, like it sucks, and it's not their fault. Their infrastructure literally can't handle their yeah. it. Their infrastructure
2: is fucking them over. And that's
0: actually really terrible. The people that are dying aren't... The rich white people you think they are—they're no. all marginalized people. There's of a course. lot of homeless people. There's a yep. lot of people right. that
2: just don't have access because to it's any of that. Climate, because it's a warmer climate, which means they're going to have more homeless people because right. they can spend more time outside. And the rich—they suffer can, first.
1: Rich people can go elsewhere Rich yep. people can find a place like to Cancun. Be. Cancun. Yep, yeah, like can fucking coon. <laughs> Ted I, Cruz. Here's a here's a good article. Um, this is the New York Magazine. Um, and it's a section called the strategist and it is where to donate to help Texas winter storm crisis. I only say that you should look that up because there's like 20 places depending on where you'd rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, like depending on what part of Texas you want to help. Yes. These are people providing shelter versus helping the homeless and where in Texas they are. Like there's a lot of different places. So you Texas can is pretty big. It's too. huge. It's so. huge. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So yes, please. There's do that. ways
2: to help. Well, thank you. For and listening. also don't go skiing.
1: Yes, thank you for that PSA and that TED Talk. I um, I, I agree. hate it. 100% I fucking agree. hate it. I'm mad at you, but I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're do welcome. We, do we want a harp noise so I can tell you a sad story? Oh God.
2: Yeah, I need more rum. Me too, Emily.
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely. Um, so. Remember how we said that we've got you know a timer down to being different? It's <laughs> officially like I turned the recorder on 58 minutes ago, so the timer's up. We're different, um, and I, <laughs> I, I hope it's that you gonna guys, hit different. I hope you guys are into uh, this story, which again I feel like Emily and I sort of switched steezes because Emily went with like. Force of nature, survival tips, mountain fucked up, yeah.
2: Like, when, don't do that when bad. nature gets angry, exactly. <laughs> and I'm
1: all due, you can do murder, a kidnapping
0: when <gasps> people
1: get angry, yeah. Um, uh, when people do a bad
0: as opposed to when snow God do a bad, it. is this also going to hurt me? Is this it gonna might. make me feel as it anxious? probably will, yeah.
1: Yes, great. Um, so cool. <laughs> maybe not anxious, but sad, yeah. So, fine. Hey, guess what? It's January 8th, 2007. Ooh. A young boy named- I was w- a freshman in college. Um, I Yeah, I was uh, graduating high school.
0: I was listening to Japanese rock music, thinking I was so much better than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, to Anyway, Still like listen that. to Japanese rock music anyway.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, a young boy named William Ben. Hello, Wayne William. B. Um, We'll call him Ben. So we Hi, Ben. Yeah.
2: He's 13. Ben?
1: He's 13 years old. He attends Union Middle School in Union, Union Missouri, but he lives in oh, Beaufort. That rum is hitting. Or Beaufort. <laughs> I know, right? Uh. Union is suddenly hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> is it Beaufort? <laughs> it's, b-a- it's B-A-U-F-O-R-T. Beaufort? <laughs> I don't know, Missouri. I don't know. you it sound like you're saying um, fart at the end. Or is it Beaufort? Then. Might be Beaufort.
2: I'd go Beaufort. Bof- bo- i go it's Missouri. It's Missouri. Someplace in Missouri. Missouri.
1: Anyway, that's where he lives. B Town. So he's waiting at a bus stop to be picked up. He has just gotten off the bus from school because Union, Beaufort, they're different areas. they are So in front of him. <laughs> oh, no. Bien. In front of him, Emily. <laughs> A beat up white pickup truck. Oh no. A 1991 red flag. 1991 Nissan with a rusting frame Mm -mm. pulls up to the bus stop. Mm -mm. Inside is a man who looks to be about 40 years old. There are no reports that I could find about what happens between Ben and this person. Oh god. But this is the last known location of Ben Oinby before his disappearance.
0: Oh my god. So, Ben. Is he okay? Can you spoil that? Or are you He's not the survivor. survivor. This is a survivor podcast. He's the survivor. <laughs> Cat.
1: <laughs> I'll say, like, you know, I
0: deserve this. I deserve this. You do. As
1: with all people, he lives. Is he fine, though? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> so. Ben is discovered to be missing pretty quickly when he does not return home from school. The following day, there is already a prayer vigil at his middle school. That'll help. There's a full-on investigation. I mean, like, there. I like, kind of, like, got teary-eyed at some of the pictures because it's just like young people crying. Aww. I get it. it. Sucks. I get yeah.
2: it. But I'm still
1: salty. Of course, it does nothing. It does nothing. But it makes them feel better, and they're coming together. It makes as a community. them feel like they're doing something yes. as a community. They there's a full investigation underway. With cases like these, police are aware that they have to move quickly. Yep. Um, the more time passes, the less likely it becomes that they will find a kidnapping victim alive. Hold of on. Course. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Is he white? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Everybody in this is white. Everyone. I'm laughing because okay. I'm
2: sad about that's why white. they're You're implying. All right. Yep. It's yes. Missouri. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. There yes. are lots of black missing girls in Missouri that have never been found. Absolutely. Anyways, can fucking continue? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Fortunately,
1: for Franklin County Sheriff Gary Tulkey and his investigators, as well as the FBI, those people are involved, too. Wow. Fortunately for all wow, of them. Wow, they these, got the FBI already? Pretty fast. Fortunately for all of them, a neighbor of Ben Oinby, um, a boy who uh, went to the same middle school, his name was Mitchell Holtz. He's a bit of a truck nut. Not that he has truck nuts, but that he likes trucks. <laughs> Does a he lot? have a
0: rusted frame for his Nissan? So he <laughs> I remembered that, but not that you said the word survivor and that <laughs> this was a survivor podcast.
1: <laughs> he he happened to be in the area where Ben was last seen around his disappearance. He didn't witness the actual taking of this kid, but, but. he did see Ben at the bus stop. And he also saw this 1991 white Nissan okay, pickup okay. truck. And because he loves trucks, he's like, hey, police, just an FYI, this I noticed a- it. I haven't seen it before. I know that because I know all the trucks. <laughs> I don't think you understand. I know every single truck. Yes. He described the rust along the bottom of the car. He described how dirty it was and where it was dented. He knew. Oh, Wow. Just because he's paying attention. That's an old... This is 2007. That's an old car to be seen that driving That is an around. old,
2: old car. If yeah. you're interested
1: in trucks, you might be interested in the fact that yeah, there's it a 20-year-old car Rusted.
2: wandering around.
1: Yeah. So... tin roof. This is not the only... Rusted. Thank you. ...lucky break that they get. Mm-hmm. An even bigger one is about to happen. So a couple days after Ben's disappearance, a couple of officers are at the 400 block of South Holmes Street in Kirkwood, Missouri, about 45 minutes away from Union. And they're there to just, like, serve an, an, a warrant for arrest. It's completely unrelated to anything that's going on. But on their way out, one of the officers turns to the other and says, are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> A white nineteen ninety one Nissan pickup, okay, dirty and dinged with a rusty frame, sits in the parking lot of that apartment complex. Damn, they recognize it because like Mitchell fucking gave the best description. Hell yeah, Mitchell. It's good to be
2: observant.
1: Yes, incredibly observant. Hell yeah, that dude. And his memory was great. They were like, "That is literally it. That's the car." They don't have plates. It doesn't matter. They're like, "That's the car." So. They actually get the plates this time. They run them. It's definitely the same car. That, that car is registered to a man named Michael Devlin. Now Michael Devlin, 41. Works as a manager at a pizza joint called... It's, it's IMO. Emo? Imo? Imo? imos pizza so coincidentally this place this pizza place is around the corner from the police station in town (laughs) it's like a a super popular police lunch spot (laughs) this guy fucking sucks (laughs) police in there all the time (laughs) so he also (laughs) moonlighted as like a telephone operator at a funeral home which is a job okay all
0: right (laughs) we're not unpacking that one
1: no i refuse we don't have time
2: Either <laughs> way, uh, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. anyways, continue. Yeah, Devlin
1: <laughs> had no prior arrest record. Yet. He is also, though, as it turns out, a fucking pedophile. There it is. Oh. There it is. There it is. Oh, oomph, like the avalanche. There it is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love the idea of us just being like woof for anything that sucks.
0: <laughs> fucking. It's oomph. our new boom goes the dynamite. Woof goes the avalanche. Right. <laughs> so.
1: At midday on January 12th, which, by the way, is four days after our, our good boy Ben is gone to Oh missing, shit, Devlin is at work. That's Michael Devlin, the pedophile, is at work at the pizza place. His truck is outside. The FBI, an FBI agent named Lynn Willett and another officer get in line at the pizza place, like they're there for a slice. <laughs> and they see him almost immediately. Quote mm-hmm. from Willett. He glanced up once, and then he didn't look at all. That's my first clue. My spidey oh. senses were up almost immediately. <laughs> it's so
0: weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. He looks up, sees cops, and goes, oh, fuck. Oh, no. These yeah. police in this po- popular police restaurant. <laughs> I but better they're like, not make eye contact. They're probably
2: doing the cop stare. Yeah, they're definitely looking at him to be, like, trying when to identify. When they look
1: too long. Yeah, when it's, like, they're IDing me right now. I don't yeah. make yeah.
2: eye contact with
0: anyone, so I don't know what the cop stare is. Also, do you I'm want white. the cop
2: stare? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I is. don't like that at it's all. It's like someone's
1: um <laughs> like fucking you with their eyes, but it's not sexy. But like in a cool way.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> in a like, we might arrest
1: you. It's right? like, oh, yeah. you're going to kill me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I gotta go. Are you
1: the one who committed the crime kind of way? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, once they're at the front of the line, they ask to speak to him outside. <laughs> like they wait, like they wait, they wait in line.
2: I'm glad they waited in line. That's very, very
1: nice of them. I love that he doesn't just run the fuck out like they wouldn't law and order, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like just leave.
1: Olivia Benson wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Right. Willett and the other officer ask De- Devlin to like come outside. He's like, sure. Can we search your truck? Sure. Starts to rain while they're talking. And so they offer him to sit in the back of the police car. <laughs> and he's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just say yes. It's Smile all, and
0: nod, boys. It's all pretty chill.
1: Quote from Willet: We were sitting in the back seat. He was turned to look at me, and I was turned to look at him. Looking at the side of his neck, I could see the pulse quicken. I could see the physiological change when we would talk about the abduction. So they'd be talking
0: about regular shit. Oh, this guy sucks at lying. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah most yeah. people... In their actual pulse, like, they will suck at lying, even if they are good at it in their voice. If I'm ever lying, I'm going
0: to wear a scarf. Like, I know that'll tip me off, (laughs) but also, like, you'll know. So eventually, Willett mentions
1: that the truck, his truck, was recognized, and that the tire tracks from the site of the abduction could be crucial evidence. They would be compared to his truck. And that is when Devlin looks at her and says, I'm a bad person. (coughs) Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Devlin, now this is important. Devlin confesses right there and then to the abduction of Ben Oinby. But what he says next shocks her, the other agent, the town. You sound
2: like a clickbait The article. entire country. Yeah, right?
1: I also have Sean. Oh. Part two. Because oh. <laughs> I have a donk clickbait donk. article. <laughs> dunk, dunk. So it is up to October 6th. 2002. We've gone back four years.
0: We've gone back four, four years.
1: years. Yes. The one was 2007, the be- very beginning of 2007. This is the end of 2002. Oh my God. In a small town called Richwoods, <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. All oh, that rum is hitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean
2: Hornbeck
1: is 11 years old.
2: Oh no. Oh no. No. Taylor. After school, Taylor, Taylor <laughs> this was so funny. Well, not funny, but like,
1: sorry. We could
0: laugh. Look, I'm, that's
1: why I was trying to be like, look, let me set a tone because like it's about to get not fun. I'm sorry. After school, Sean asks his mother if he can bike around town and maybe stop at a friend's place. Like he just he's just going to tool around town. Like literally that is something that my Small husband humboy, yeah. used to do in Sparta
2: all the time. Yeah, just yeah, tool yeah.
1: around town on your bike.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I used to go around the block. Hell yeah. But like, like this was Milwaukee and this was a yeah. small part. So I just ran around the block and it, I pretended I was in Star Wars and it's, you know, it's fine. I love that. In a
1: small town, you can do that, but all yeah, over town. But all over town that, yeah, but all over town. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that Labrador, no problem. Several witnesses saw Sean biking through town, including he met up with his sister behind the middle school. Sure. And then two classmates saw him by the Catholic Church. Eventually, he is spotted at the intersections of Highway A and Forty Seven. And that is the last place anybody sees him. Oh Oh my God, this He doesn't return home when his mother expects him to. And this is so uncharacteristic of (sighs) Sean that nobody wastes any time. Again, yes, yes, White, but also this is his family. I'm proud of them. Small town. Yes. Candlelight vigil. Like literally. They know. They call the Mm. police, but. They don't even wait for the police. Nah. They're like, ah fuck you guys. They <laughs> they make flyers of Sean. It's that day. <laughs> they good. make flyers good, 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 of Sean. Good, good, good. They call their friends and their family. This is the south.
2: Yep, everybody <laughs> shows like, up with their four-wheelers ready yeah, to go. In.
1: Yes. So they've like people show up at their house all day and they fan out Across the whole town. At first, it's assumed that he got hit by a car. He was in some accident. Yeah. He's on Something the side of the road. Happened. Yes. Yeah. He's injured. He needs they just to need, need to find him in the ditch. Exactly. Or he was taken to the hospital and right. they haven't been informed right. yet. Mm-hmm. Or he was taken to a neighboring county. Right. Something like that. But the search, unfortunately, continues for three days. Oh, God. And it is at that point that everyone comes to terms with the fact that this may now be a criminal investigation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Something bad may have really happened to him. So Sean's parents are ruled out as suspects. Um, it's his mother and his stepfather. His father had died um, a, f- a few years back. Um, and all of them are ruled out. That's not what anybody thinks. So at that point, the police do warn his family that, you know, a child kidnapped, being found alive after 72 hours is, like, not
0: common. No. It happens. It certainly happens. Oh, not it
2: happens. Common. It's just it's... You don't want to get the family's
0: hopes. Yeah, there's a high percentage that it's done.
2: You have to be really real.
0: Yeah.
1: So police uh, question sex offenders in the area. They search for other people around town who may have seen him that day, but nothing turns out. It's as if Sean Hornbeck disappeared off the face of the fucking earth. In the
2: back of a 1991 white pickup fucking truck.
1: With a little bit of rust on it. Yes, baby. So, I will mention that his parents get official about it. They establish the the Sean Hornbeck Search and Rescue Team.
0: That's cool. Aww. Yeah, I but mean that sucks, but that's cool. Right? I it's feel cool so
1: bad for them. I know they do so much work. Like, holy shit! And they they mobilize so quickly, but nothing, just nothing. He's just gone. At this point, weeks and then months after his ex- uh, his disappearance, the search continues, but like now they're looking for a body, mm-hmm. but they don't find that either. And that's the worst when you just never even find a mm-hmm, body. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't know where he is. What happened to him was he pushed down a fucking well. That was something like in a video that I'd seen. Like he was pushed down a well, or he was fed into a wood chipper. There were all of these fucking like, in a mine shaft. were justified. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, theories abound because you don't find any evidence. Right, your like, brain starts
2: trying to connect the dots with exactly. what you know in the area. Oh my yes. god. Yeah, so and it's like the grief for the family because i've been yeah. I've been binging a couple YouTube channels lately, and I've circled back to that chapter mm-hmm. and I let i I didn't watch a lot of their videos for a while, but I started binging them again and the they channel did is called that chapter that chapter okay and he's an Irishman who covers true crime cases, mm-hmm. and one of the ones that he covered today was for missing kids. And the family just, like, after eight years, just pleading for the location of the body. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's all they want. And the police fucking it up. Mm -hmm. That's so tragic. Like, honestly, very tragic. That's what really But they just, they want closure. That's all. They just, at that point, they just want closure. Right? Yes. Like, and that's,
1: that's what this family also wants. Like, but unfortunately, there is no evidence of Sean alive or dead that is ever found. Until until January 12th, 2007, when back police the cop car. obtain a confession yeah, in the yeah, back yeah. of a cop car from Michael Devlin, and that gets them a search warrant for his apartment. Hell yeah, it does. Gets them a lot. He's, I'm sorry, apartment? He, he lives in an apartment. It's one bedroom. Mm,
0: Taylor. Sad. So, inside. Inside.
1: inside. Taylor. Suck.
0: Do we have a box boy again? Because I don't think I could up. There's in. no
1: boy no. in the box. Okay, I okay. will. I promise you that there's no boy in a box. However, you inside know that's your thing. They open the door. They actually make Devlin go with them, and they make him go in first, so that like Smart there is traps. no. Yeah, I mean like there's no like heightened um, issues for the boys when they walk mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm, but either way, so mm-hmm. they find thirteen year old Ben Onbi Oinbi, who is the one they were looking for. He's been missing for four days. And sitting on the couch, playing video games alongside him is now 15 year old Sean. Oh Burnback, shit! Missing for four, <laughs> four years. My four god. years. Four fucking
0: years. Oh um, my god, man. So,
1: this is I've titled this part "What happened to Sean?" Just please. Here,
0: here you <laughs> oh go. So, okay, let's get uh, sad. Sorry about it. Um, oh
2: no. no. So sorry
0: about it on this podcast because you the made a very was-
2: pointed uh, one bedroom, and he's a. I'm also, like, super not going to get... No, don't get into that. that. We're
1: going
0: to see some bad shit happen. So
1: somewhere near that intersection... It's not great. On Highway highway A and 47, a white 1991 Nissan pickup... Fucking... fuck 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 that. Pulled up. Fuck that. And Michael Devlin abducted Sean and drove him 60 miles from his hometown to Kirkwood, Missouri to that one-bedroom apartment. Mm -mm. Gross. Mm, That's so gross. For the next four years, Devlin would pass Sean off as his own son to neighbors and acquaintances while threatening him with death and physical harm behind closed doors. Sean didn't go to school, although when neighbors would ask, they would say he was homeschooled, but he was not. He just didn't go to school. Mm -hmm. One thing that came out and caused a lot of capital D discourse (sighs) after Sean was found was that eventually... Sean began to be given, like, freedoms by Devlin. He was given a phone. He was allowed access to the internet. He had a friend, like, a a friend, a boy his age named Tony Douglas, whose family knew Sean and whom he was allowed to be alone with. They used to sleep over at each other's houses. It was alleged that Devlin was teaching Sean how to drive. Oh, on multiple occasions, Tony Douglas and Sean were stopped by police for being out on their bikes past curfew. They were given rides home. Sean was driven back to
0: Devlin. so house this guy had a on three different occasions.
1: oh my God
0: so this guy had a serious case of the fucking stockholms
1: that, but it's always more complicated than that of
2: course but like of course, yes, yes, of course, of course.
0: yes, but like it's always
1: fifty things at once, right
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I mean, if we flash back to the girl in the box. Yes. Not the boy in the box. We've talked. She on. had freedoms mm-hmm. and she was allowed to do things. But there's always the looming threat right. of death or worse. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the thing. Like there are, were articles that I've read that were
1: written like literally 2007. Like, like he was just found and mm-hmm. people were doing the discourse thing where they're like, well, why didn't he just run? Why didn't he just tell somebody you could have saved Ben, you know? But ben would have died. He's how old? Like, right.
0: And he was lived eleven. four years. He like died. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. That's so not he, on him. I'm
2: sorry. That's not on if him. If he had run when Ben was taken, Ben would have died. 100%.
1: He actually, at this point, like, they, they mentioned that Del- Devlin used Sean to hide Ben at yeah. times when it was necessary. And, of yeah. course, Sean was going to do He'd yeah. been there for four years.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, like, of course. And, like, the shit that he went through. Mm-hmm. People like probably That's gonna to this day up. don't know everything. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. of course not. I no. would believe they don't. This is what, like, especially since he was a minor when it all happened. Mm-hmm. The, this mm-hmm. article I read, like,
1: speculates a lot because it has to, because it's written days after he's found, but then it comes out like that this was mostly correct. So, like, it talks about what we've talked about before the psychology of, like, being trapped by somebody and what trauma does to your brain mm-hmm. and like what threats of violence against children Fight, and families or yeah. can do to their brains. And like fawn is all you kind of have yeah. at a certain point yeah. when you're kept for long enough. Like, child psychologists urged people, like, please do not judge Stop. this child. Stop. Like, the ba- I thought this was interesting just because they said, like, there's a base instinctual trust that builds up when a person is threatening to kill you, but they never actually do. Mm-hmm. So you feel like your life is in danger, and yet they are also saving you mm-hmm. yeah. from being killed. So, yeah. like, they are both your tormentor and your savior yeah. all the time.
2: And you're going to keep doing everything you can to please them, to keep them exactly. from killing you. So
1: yep. even when he is out on his bike alone at 1130 at night, He's not thinking he's free of this person; and that he can escape. No. This person is omnipresent. He will never get away. He will always know. He will kill him. He will yep. kill his family. All of that.
0: And he's fucking eleven. Like yes,
1: and it, into fifteen. Yeah. Four years
0: of your life That's, when that, that is so like a quarter much. of your life
1: at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and when
0: you're like that, like you're when you're a teenager, that is that is going your through life. puberty. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Like your brain's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So no blame here on Sean, no whatsoever. No. He did what he needed to do to survive. Absolutely.
2: The fact that he's still alive is insane. Mm, is cr- nuts, crazy. Nuts. Now,
1: oh and I, again, I'm not going to be very specific. However, these are the things that Devlin was indicted for. These are his, mm. these are the counts. These are the, his criminal crimes. Let me
2: grab the rum.
1: 70 counts of forced sodomization. Whoa. Miss fucking Christ.
2: Okay.
1: Production of child pornography.
0: Okay.
1: He made it. Okay. And the moving of a minor across state lines for purposes of sexual exploitation. He brought Sean to Illinois a couple times. Mm. Quote from Sean. A person's mind can only take so much. Oh, my God. Sean's really chill, by the way. That's probably the saddest thing he says.
0: Um, Fawn. Yeah. Straight up fawn.
1: Yeah. 100%. He just... I'm pretty sure, I, I would bet you any any amount of money he can't remember huge chunks. No, he no probably way.
2: dissociated through most of that. Yeah. As you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I would note, this sucks, but I will note it. This is not Because it is the light. true, this is not the light. 18 counts of what I just read apply specifically to the kidnapping of Ben Oimby. Mm. Four days. Mm. So this is, according to Devlin himself, oh no. he picked up Ben because Sean was getting too old.
0: Yep, there no, it is. Nope, nope. Oh, for
2: fuck's sake. There fuck it is. Sake. He's a pedophile. No, I know. He's a pedophile. That no. doesn't mean I like it. I There's know. an age yeah, range. Yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah, it is yeah. All, which okay. means, like, if yeah. they hadn't caught him, mm-hmm. Sean was probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually, or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, he wasn't going to let him go. Or no.
0: be coerced he was into either helping him. Or...
1: Forever, forever, yep. maybe, or he was yeah. going to be killed. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or he was going to die trying to escape. Something like that. One of the three. I Oh, my God. Fuck this dude! Up. It was
1: later learned that Sean was in the truck when Ben was abducted. Oh, my God. Builds trust. Side note, this is just interesting. Um is it? it is possible. So, Sean alleges like he never called his family <laughs> like he had a phone he didn't call them this we've talked about why yeah. he never messaged them but it is possible that he actually did try to reach out but never cop to it and enc- there's an account under the name of sean devlin taking on devlin's last name that commented on the sean hornbeck search and rescue team <gasps> website while he was go- still gone, still missing, asking the parents how long they plan to continue to look for their son. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and later he, he asked if he could compose a poem for them. Oh, my the- God. The- yeah, oh because he needed God. to insert himself in. He was just trying, but also yep. not wanting to be caught. Yep. Oh he oh wanted to God. insert himself into the search. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. The poem never happens, by the way. Like no, he doesn't, but, but. Oh, my fact- God. Who the fuck else would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Devlin? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah. But he never said... he. Afterwards, he's like, I don't fuck I'm up. I'm dead. Yes, basically. Continue. Right? I'm sorry. This is the aftermath now, so... Light? Cool. Sort of light. Tunnel light. Cool. Light. Light. light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after police find Ben and Sean, their belongings are taken as evidence, and they are reunited with their families. As of a year after the incident, both families were in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the own bees had, like... They had not been in touch with Sean or his family. It was kind of a thing where it was like the the two boys are not speaking about this. They're they're dealing no. They have been
2: through enough together mm-hmm. that now they need to get through it on their own. I think mm-hmm. that if they saw each other, it, probably it would set off traumas, yeah. make it a yeah. little bit yeah. worse. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The Hornbeck family
1: actually—they're the Acres, um, because it's the stepfather's last name formed the Sean Hornbeck Foundation, an offshoot of the search and rescue team that is was a nonprofit helping to find other missing children. Oh, it operated good. yeah, it operated until 2013 and then it just kind of shut down and, and pushed their resources elsewhere. Mm-hmm. The Oinbees got involved in organizations much like that helping to support abduction investigations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Devlin, that fuck. Please got nearly say. 80 counts total of kidnapping in the shit I already mentioned. All that mentioned. gross shit. <laughs> Four different counties indicted him, and he pled guilty on every single thing.
0: Well, I'm a bad person, he says, and the like, fuck you. I know, like, yeah, yes, yeah, you, you are.
1: Yeah, you are. Good. But also, suck my dick, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he <laughs> was sentenced to more than 170 years in prison. Did he you, die? You'll like this. Do um, you get
2: murdered? Child pedophiles don't do well in prison. Close, my friends. Ooh. So in, oh.
1: in 2001, he was stabbed several times by an Yay. inmate.
2: <laughs> he,
1: he lives. I'm sorry. Damn it. Yeah. This inmate literally, okay, he had a typewriter, and he took the, like, f- the pins <laughs> out of the they thing. They get
2: really fucking creative, and it's impressive. He made it, it's terrifying and impressive. He made him
1: sharp. Yeah. And... He uh, stabbed this bastard with them. So he, unfortunately, he did not die.
2: I hope that he dies <sighs>
1: real fucking soon. As far as I know, he's still in prison. He's going to be obviously until he, until. And the if end he
2: doesn't, day. he's probably going to be in isolation for the rest of his life. That means do, he's going to be in solitary confinement. That could break a mind. That shit, like twenty three hours a day with mm-hmm. one hour outside. You go absolutely crazy. After all that. by himself, mm-hmm. That's so what he, he can deserves. think about how bad of a. F- fucking person I'm a is. bad person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no. are, yeah. you piece of Yeah, you shit. fucking
0: are.
1: The only other thing is that I will mention is that, like, super glad he's still in prison. It has been speculated that he may have been involved in three other kidnapping cases in three states. Oh, oh, my God. Of
2: course he was.
0: The kids are okay. Yes.
2: The families the are okay. The kids okay. Are, the are all right. we know about.
0: Ben and
1: Sean largely Don't. kept out of the... Pre- <laughs> ben and Sean largely were kept out of the press after because their Because they're
2: minors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes, press needs children. to
1: stay the fuck away. Yes. Um, Ben doesn't seem to have spoken out at all. 14 years later, you know, like he hasn't, that's that's some serious
2: trauma. If you want to keep that quiet, you do you respect. In four days, that's enough. Yep. That is enough. However,
1: Sean, four years in, he has, he held a couple interviews. He was on Oprah. Um, (laughs) Um, and, like, in 2014, he he held several interviews specifically in support of the women who were found in Cleveland, Ohio, having mm, been held mm-hmm. captive by Ariel, Ariel. Castro. Yep. Yes. He he spent, like, a day, like, just doing interviews about that and, like, reaching out in support.
2: Oh, of wow. Them. God, I just heard that 911 call again.
1: Yeah, it's Ooh, really fucking, it's, yeah, it's really rough. That one's
2: rough. So Uh, humanity's great.
1: There's a few quotes from Sean. This is the light to me. Sean is a really, he's um, very timid in the Oprah thing because that's like maybe three months later. Mm -hmm. But like I've seen him when he's 21 as well, and he's just kind of a guy, and he's just like people are like, you're not. A very angry person and he's like no i never was you had to tamp that shit
0: down like
1: true but he you know that that's he just feels like like i was never really very angry and i always look ahead i don't look back like that i just look at what i'm looking forward to um he said when they asked you know if you have advice for these three women who have just escaped he says stay strong don't rush anything let everything happen with a normal flow. You can't rush it. Like, just don't don't force your life to be what you think it should be. Live your life day by day type of thing. Mm-hmm. About staying safe, he says, pay attention to your surroundings. If you're a parent, know where your kids are and who they're with. And if you're a kid and you're tired of your mom asking where you are all the time, try to see it from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And then... Sean also spoke about believing this incident will always be a part of his life and trying to embrace that and help others rather than hiding from it. And he says, I feel like maybe it's part of my mission in my life to reach out and try to help. Keep the message out there and awareness of missing children and families and, and how they should keep the hope up and their strength. And that's it. That is that is the case of Ben Oinby and... Sean Hornbeck. I stumbled ap- across that story last week. Do you have any idea? Last no. time we like to like do the story I was going to do instead of this one. <laughs> and wait, cuz I was like, oh, you mean one dude found another dude <laughs> like <laughs> That's
2: it, crazy. A part,
0: like the part that gets the part that blows my fucking mind is that it wasn't like some fucking farm in missouri or anything it was an apartment just
1: an apartment like that's
0: what blows my yeah. mind the most that this
1: man just randomly
0: brought in a kid yeah. and no one ever questioned in it. an apartment like we're in an apartment now mm-hmm. and we can
2: hear everything in the hallways there's a literal mm-hmm. kid downstairs yeah, yeah
0: there's a kid downstairs there's one over there our neighbor likes to play four non-blondes a lot on oh repeat God. when he's sad For like crying. we know everything that goes on you mm-hmm. know what i mean Anyways, anyways, you <laughs> should,
1: you should, you should be a lot like Sean Hornbeck. I hundred percent. Honestly, you should also yeah. be like. I'm sorry. What is your survivor name?
2: Chris. Yeah, did that a did great, great job. Yeah, and he, he made know, some rough decisions. It's but okay. Did... It's okay to go skiing, it's I guess. Wow, you turned I a corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a heel turn for Emily. I <laughs> won't
2: <laughs> be such an aggressive bitch about it. I, I Maybe. Yeah, you will.
1: <laughs> I mean, you will, but it's fine. Look, just persevere. I think that's what everybody's... Persevere. That's the whole point of survival. Be persevere. Do planned. your
0: best. Unless you're a murderer. Don't plan. Don't um, do a murder. Yeah. And Don't let, do a murder. No,
1: if you're a survivor, it's all survivors. Be yeah, like yeah, them. Yeah. Be like them and like not... A horrible pedophile murderer Yeah 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 Maybe and don't also, do that one Not like a uh, avalanche Don't Do, do not <laughs> just when just it, don't do be not, an avalanche <laughs> Stop
0: being an avalanche Do not wump Like Please an avalanche do not
1: wump Into other people's don't lives Don't wump your friends
0: <laughs> Don't don't wump it There we go The uh oh feeling Don't wump it uh-oh.
1: And do not Whatever you do Forget your can of
2: mm, Beans Yeah <laughs> You're gonna need it When you're buried in the snow <laughs> oh,